Today is Wednesday, July 6, 2022. This is Quick Start from CBN News. I'm Dan Andros. New details on that tragic July 4th shooting. We'll have that top story and more on today's podcast where we bring you news from a Christian perspective. If you agree with that mission, you know what to do. Subscribe to this podcast. Give us a rating. Share it with a friend. All that good stuff. Let's get through the news of the cray together. With me, as always, getting through the news of the cray, Trey Gons Phillips, Billy Hallowell from CBN's FaithWire.com. What's going on, fellas? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. We are, we're almost there. Mm-hmm. It's like time travel. It's almost like Monday was a holiday. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. We can't take credit for that one, but we will. I mean, we shouldn't <laughs> take credit for it, but we will. But that is the quick start challenge. We, we have vowed, we have vowed through science that you will get through your week faster just by listening to this podcast. So take the quick start challenge. Just just do it up but uh looking forward guys to your stories we've got a popular singer who has triggered the online mob and also what happens when you protest your job doesn't always end well but looking it never ends well no not a good idea but a, a fascinating story nonetheless uh we'll have the details on that coming up here in just a second also on the main thing witnessing to scientologists we talked to an evangelist who shared the gospel with tom cruise Fascinating story there, but up first, the top headlines here of the day. Of course, the 22-year-old who allegedly opened fire on July 4th at a parade in Highland Park, Illinois. New details have emerged on exactly what happened there. Well, he was wearing women's clothes and uh, during this whole attack and... Investigators did believe he did this to conceal his facial tattoos and his identity to help him during the escape. Uh, After the attack, he had gone to, and we're not naming his name, by the way. Um, This is something that we've decided to do. We're not going to give, you can find the name if you really want to Google it, but we're just going to skip it because I think a lot of these are crimes of, you know, notoriety. These these people want to be noticed. They want to get their face plastered all over the news. So um, on this podcast, we're going to, we're going to skip that, but But after the attack, he walked to his mother's house where he borrowed her vehicle and he was later spotted while driving her car by a member of community and then captured uh, by uh, by the police after that. So we'll have the latest on that one uh, up on CBNNews.com, FaithWire.com. Follow it there. Also, more details on the Akron shooting are coming out. And we talked about this on uh, YouTube, on the CBN News YouTube channel, where the media didn't exactly give you the full truth on the headline. CBS, among others, were news outlets to write that police shot an unarmed black man. Now, technically that was true, but unless you read down into the details of the story, you missed the part where the suspect had fled from a traffic stop, but while fleeing actually shot at police. That is what the police are claiming right now, and that's what the evidence seems to show. Now he has shot at police. This gets everybody involved, and it's a chase. And then he gets out of the car and disobeys the orders, flees, gets through an attempt at getting tased, and then continues to run, but then suddenly turns back after putting his hand in his pocket, and that's when police open fire. And so there's still a lot of questions that remain, but it's interesting to see this the media sort of settle into this narrative and try to try to almost provoke a reaction that, to, to say that he was unarmed is very, very disingenuous and not a complete telling of what actually happened. And you saw a lot of outlets sort of update their headline a little bit after that to to um, only include the race of the victim. A tragic story nonetheless, but 
always, always, always look to the source and skip over what the media headlines say because it, oftentimes you see things like this. Updates on that on faithwire.com, cbnnews.com. Uh, a couple other quick stories want to get on your radar screen. A Texas-based insurance company, they're responding after Roe v. Wade was reversed and they're supporting its employees with adoption expenses and medical costs uh, for giving birth. That's Buffer Insurance. They announced that last week. So uh, that was in response to all these companies saying they were going to pay for their employees to go get abortions. And then also on CBNnews.com, you could check out how the world's faithful are gathering in D.C. to fight religious persecution. Uh, Sam Brownback spoke to uh, CBN's Faith Nation on that. So a lot going on over on CBNnews.com. What do you guys uh, make of all that? You know, when you talk about the the shooting story and you look at those details, it's just, a again, it's a reminder that we've got to be very careful before we make determinations. Yeah. There's so much we still don't know, and I'm sure we're going to be talking throughout this week with new details, new shocking details and twists and turns um, just as as that unfolds. And so it's just a good reminder for us to kind of pull back and, and wait until we know everything before we jump in. Yeah, that jump, that field, that need to jump to uh, be first or to just try to maybe start with a narrative in your mind and then try to you know have that confirmation bias and put it in there like it just seems to lead to problems every time and it it seems to make it worse yeah and i think it's important as christians that we find some sort of mooring right that we're anchored in in what we know to be true that god is still sovereign that he's still on his throne that he's got a plan and a purpose for all of our lives individually so i know that it's easy to kind of separate that and to maybe even just see that as abstract but when we're consuming the news it's easy to become overwhelmed and i think the antidote to that feeling of being overwhelmed and and like you're you're kind of uh, untethered um, is to go back to the truth of scripture and to keep it in context when we're uh, consuming all of this news and I think to your point Billy it helps us then to slow down mm. and, and to take it one detail at a time hundred percent hundred percent I mentioned that Rose story guys in the in the headlines there from buffer insurance and you know there's this wave of people feeling like they could do anything in protest of Roe v Wade but Trey, you've got the story of one employee who just decided he took, let's just say he took extreme measures in the wake of Roe and it didn't work out too well. Yeah. So a now former employee uh, (laughs) of a major record label uh, admitting to refusing to do his job since he was, quote, in mourning over the U.S. Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade reversal, uh, which came obviously at the end of June, like we've reported at CB News and Faithwire. So Michael Lopez is his name. He was with the Universal Music Group, uh, which he claimed supported anti-abortion politicians. So in a since-deleted LinkedIn post, Lopez condemned Universal Music Group, UMG, uh, for firing him because he's a, quote, queer brown person. Uh, and he said that it was uh, unfortunate that they fired him at the end of Pride Month uh, because uh, he was, quote, speaking up for abortion rights. So what what actually happened? So when the Roe decision came down, uh, he said he was, quote, devastated by the news of the Supreme Court's attack on abortion rights. Uh, Those are his words. He continued, paired with the flood of anti-queer and anti-trans legislation, it's been hard to process how companies expect us to be productive while our rights are being stripped away. So on Fridays, Lopez's job is to, quote, process reports for upcoming releases. That's how he described his job, uh, which he usually does through emails to about 275 people. Uh, Instead, though, following the Dobbs ruling, he sent that same list of contacts, contacts, the following message. 
uh, he said, I didn't do them today, referring to the upcoming releases he's supposed to be uh, writing. He said, I'm in mourning due to the attack on people with uteruses in the U.S., Again, I want to say people with uteruses. We can't say women these days. Uh, so federally guaranteed access, he continued to abortion, is gone. Uh, he also told UMG to stop donating to certain politicians, threatening the record label with more unproductive days. Uh, needless to say, shortly after sending that email, Lopez no longer had to worry about unproductive days because he was fired. He no longer has a job at UMG. Uh, his last email, uh, right after his firing, he said, Hey all, I just got fired for this email from Friday. So they're letting you know where they stand on employees speaking out on politicians that support marginalization for folks like me. Uh, so for its part, UMG has denied Lopez's characterizations of just about everything at the record label and has even said that we support abortion. But um, Lopez has planned to protest abortion by just not working. Didn't, <laughs> didn't turn out too well for him. But I guess now he doesn't have to worry about working at all until he finds his next job. The the boldness that some people are feeling right now, I think it's an indication, guys, of, of what happens when like culture is all on one side. And it's just you feel so overwhelmingly like, man, I'm getting backed up on this no matter what I do. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I think I think he found the line. Went, went way over it. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's there's a line of professionalism where you're like, okay, you know, I've got a strong opinion and it's it's upsetting me, but I'm not going to let it interfere with my job and my life. I mean, my goodness, imagine nothing would be accomplished in the history of this world if everybody just stopped when a policy was passed <laughs> and they disliked. I mean, it's just, it's sort of insanity. To me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of insanity, really. And um, we've talked a lot, guys, about the assault on truth that's going on out there, particularly with now, from a Christian view, as we would see, the transgender issue. There are some big names now that are coming. J.K. Rowling's been one that has kind of pushed back on this. Not a conservative by any stretch, but has pushed back sort of on this trans movement. And now there are some other voices that are kind of speaking out on this as well. So we've got Macy Gray. She's a singer, well-known singer, and she's under fire. She's being called transphobic uh, because she made a simple statement. She said that a man doesn't simply get to become a woman because of identity or because of surgery, and that being a female is a truly unique experience. She was doing an interview with Pierce Morgan, and, you know, Pierce Morgan's always wanted to stoke some controversy, but they were having a candid conversation about this issue, this transgender issue. And it's interesting because she she went all in on the conversation. And this is, by the way, Macy Gray is somebody who says she supports the LGBTQ community. You know, she, this is not somebody who's a conservative on these issues. But yeah. what she said was, quote, I will say this, and everybody's going to hate me. As a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Sorry. And then Pierce Morgan you know, sort of questions that. And, and she says, I know that for a fact. If you want me to call you a her, I will because that's what you want. But that doesn't make you a woman just because I call you a her and just because you got surgery. Um, she goes on to, again, call it a unique experience being a woman um, and that just finding yourself doesn't you know, amount to a literal gender change. She talked about being a little girl. Being a, a little girl is what she called a whole epic book and that you can't just because you want to be a woman say that you're a woman. So, you know, she kind of drove the point home and Pierce Morgan said to her, look, you might get canceled. Other people have gotten canceled because of this J.K. Rowling and, and plenty of others. Um, but she wasn't willing to back down from that. She said on the air, but it's the truth. 
she wasn't willing to say anything other than the truth. And of course, she got a lot of hate, a lot of heat for that. Um, interestingly, J.K. Rowling tweeted in support of her um, on Tuesday. She tweeted, today feels like a good day to ensure I've bought Macy Gray's entire back catalog. Um, so people kind of standing up for her in the midst of this. And she even tweeted after Macy Gray saying truth hurts. You know, when somebody came after her on this, she's like, look, the truth hurts. And she affirmed her support again for the LGBTQ community after that. Um, so really interesting to see this hate and anger over people stating things that not only are they true, but two years ago, they would not even be controversial. Right. Where do women fit in all this when they're essentially being told by men, this is what a woman can really do. And I am woman, and and but but they're not, they're, and that's essentially what Macy's saying here is: look, I mean, I that's okay that you identify this, that that's fine, but where there is a line here that you guys have crossed way over, that is not, it goes beyond mere just acceptance, and it goes well into denying realities and truths, you know, and really inflicting harm in a lot of cases on actual women who have to now compete against men in certain areas and uh and we're seeing the results of that with swimming and other stuff as well so um look i think i think you're going to see more and more voices like this and uh it's just interesting to see who it's going to be you know i obviously as christians we know where we fall on this issue and how god designed us he created male and female and, and and all of that which is our ultimate principle but i i just can't the the irony can't be overstated that the people who are pushing this are the smash the patriarchy people. Right. Like, I, I just I do, I do not understand how you can round this this circle. I mean, it just it doesn't it doesn't work. Uh, yet if you call that out, which is really is that's all that that she's doing, all that Macy Gray is doing is pointing out. Look, this is what the facts are. This is what the science is. If you want to identify as whatever you want to identify as. Sure, fine, do whatever you want, but you're. It doesn't make you all of a sudden something that you're not. Right, and uh, and I'm gonna say really, it would be like yeah. walking around saying everybody has Christophobia. Like everybody, because yeah. they don't agree with you know Christianity, they have Christophobia. Well, you can't you can't say that simply because they don't they don't yeah. agree. It doesn't mean they're afraid of you. They right. they just don't agree. No, and that's and that's okay. It's a fantastic analogy, and um, that takes us in, guys, to our main thing today. We are talking to an evangelist who not only just goes out and shares the gospel. This one did it with Tom Cruise and talked about some of the eerie traits around Scientology. Sharing the gospel can be nerve-wracking, no matter who you're talking to. It's easy to become overwhelmed and feel the pressure of what you're sharing. Dylan Novak, known online as the Celebrity Evangelist, recently told CBN's Faithwire about his brief but unique and even disturbing experience sharing his faith with Hollywood megastar and high-profile Scientologist Tom Cruise. Dylan has had the opportunity to share his faith with all kinds of people, ranging from Hollywood icons like Cruise and Billy Bob Thornton to music stars like James Taylor and Gene Simmons, Dylan gives each celebrity he encounters a personal, handwritten note, a couple gospel tracts, along with a book about his faith. As for Cruz, the most concerning part of Dylan's alleged experience came when he realized the Mission Impossible star purportedly travels with so-called bodyguards dispatched by the Church of Scientology. That's where we'll pick his story up. They don't protect him physically, they protect his mind. So I'm like, and I've talked to people and they're like, they're literally there to prevent people from like you from doing what you're going to do. And I'm like, oh, fantastic. Wow. So when I met Tom, 
he's got the same bodyguards with him every time. Um, I've only seen him once, but I've seen videos. Um, they come down the line in advance of Tom, and I'm just going to use this Bible cover as an example. But like I had a poster out like this, I had the gift bag underneath. Well, they would come by and they would be doing that. Like, and then there were people who had gifts for Tom because a lot of times people don't give celebrities gifts, but when you get bigger people, they do. Sure. Yeah. Um, and the guy was like, I need to see inside that gift. And somebody had knitted him a sweater and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's sweet. That guy comes to me and I just like let, I've tried to hug the gift bag to the poster to the best I could. He did not notice it. I know that was by the grace of God. And wow. Then, when Tom got up to me, because even though he's protecting Tom, Tom's still over him. So it's like, sure. Tom sees the gift. And Tom's like, I really appreciate this, man. Thank you so much. And in there, I had um, two letters for him. I had handwritten him a letter and then I printed off a bunch of stuff. Just, I mean, hardcore exposing. Because normally, normally I'm not going to, I don't do that. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, it's the gospel that breaks through to people. It's the truth of God's word. If I start attacking your faith, then you're going to shut down to me before you even hear. Sure. That. Yeah. Um, like people, for example, Val Kilmer, who's involved with Christian science, which is different. I'm sharing just the truth of Jesus with him because he's cool with Jesus, but I'm like, I know what areas to touch on that are right. You know, right. And mind you this way, let me explain the truth. But with Tom, I'm like, I've got to say something. And so I was like, hey, man, there's two letters in there. And I had it marked read this one first. And I said, because <laughs> hey, I was like, read my letter first. And then, you know, I printed off all kinds of stuff. And he's like, okay, I will. And um, I gave it to him at like 6.30. Well, I went in the movie premiere and I watched, it was Jack Reacher. It was great. But he was still there. So I'm walking around to my car. And I can see the SUVs, they're picking him up at the back because he had stayed and watched the movie. Here he came with the gift bag in his hand and got in the car. And that was the end of Dylan's encounter with Tom Cruise. Of course, we should note this is just one person's claims. And over the years, the Church of Scientology has vociferously denied these kinds of accounts. And if you want to hear the rest of Dylan's personal story, you can check it out on our other podcast, the Prodigal Stories podcast. That episode is out now. All right, Trey, thanks for that very, very interesting conversation there. Appreciate it. And that leaves us with time for one last thing today, guys. And uh, this one, look, this guy has been one of my favorite guys on Twitter. I'm not going to lie. He's been one of my favorite guys on Twitter because I didn't see it coming back from the A-Team days. Yeah, well, it's it's Mr. Mister T, and he had a series of tweets on Independence Day that were pretty uh, powerful. One was just, happy birthday, America, happy Independence Day. Um, he said, in God we trust. Uh, but then he had a really um, poignant and special message. He said, we the people, together we stand, divided we fall, black and white together we shall overcome someday, the nation that prays together stays together and so just a, a fun inspirational though and really truthful post to put out there on independence day yeah and you can't disagree with mr t because you know <laughs> look you don't want the wrath of mr t on you I'm, I'm just saying i mean and if you one of the most inspiring and encouraging uh twitter feeds is his and twitter yeah, is, it really is, is. is a no no fun place to be but his feed will brighten your day yeah and when you watch it you have no idea what his politics are all you know is that he 
apparently loves the Bible and loves God because that's all he's tweeting all the day long are Bible verses. So he's he's a great follow uh, because you do you get a little bit uplifted when you're when you're seeing all the uh, all the faith posts from Mr. T. And again, growing up watching the A Team and the intimidating Mr. T, I you know I just didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming from Mr. T, but God works in mysterious ways. So you'll love to see it. You'll love to see it. So all right, that is all the time we have for this episode of the Quick Start Podcast. As always, you can head on over to cbnnews.com, faithwire.com for more news from a Christian perspective. Email us, quickstartpodcast at cbn.org. God bless. Lord willing, and that creek don't rise. We'll be back here tomorrow.